This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Every Wednesday, you'll be chilling with me and my guests, who are some of the quirkiest, geekiest people we can find on the internet about how they do money and life. Sit back, relax. We are a few days away from the weekend. Welcome to Chill Swift TFC. Actually, the thing I like most about my sheet, the cash flow actually, is it tracks the average uh, for the year and it does the total amount for the year. But more importantly, it does a savings to salary ratio that I really like. So then that is then averaged out. So you know, and even under your three-month grind for all those emotional people out there, <laughs> even if you do it... Welcome to Chill Swift TFC. We'll be sitting down with the geekiest, quirkiest individuals to learn about how they do money and life. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Yorichi Financial Coconut. And today we are discussing financial personalities as part of our campaign with the OCBC Financial Wellness Index 2023. So what is a financial personality? I think the idea is that every one of us yeah, are broadly different. And this translates to the different way we do money and life. Hence, a financial personality is kind of like a broad stroke to put our ourselves into a bucket of sorts such that we become a little bit more aware of our strengths and weaknesses and manage them accordingly to our advantage right as we accumulate and chuck towards our financial goal it's a really fun episode so as usual we got a tfc crew in-house at the same time we got jaslyn jaslyn is amazing she's from the busy women project it's a women empowerment group that translates beyond just career also talking about financial wellness is amazing check her out but today today okay i'm sure one thing you're very curious is so what is our financial personality between me anthony jazz and rock right what are our financial personalities so without further ado this is chill swift tfc hello everybody welcome to chill swift tfc i'm your host reggie aka your chief financial coconut and i'm anthony well part of the tfc crew yeah mm, great great mm. i am jaslyn founder of the busy human project and Rakesh, part of the TFC crew. Yeah, I, I, I'm very happy that y'all stopped talking about TFC market updates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we stress. You know? I always say, oh my, market updates. Okay, okay, okay. So, so part of the crew now and yeah. Jazz, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, You, you want to talk a little bit about your project? Actually, I really like your project. Okay, so the Busy Woman Project is a community for women in Asia to find their purpose and balance through mental, physical, and financial health. See? Yeah, so she's on the right platform, okay? So, <laughs> so we are here today. We are brought together here today because of OCBC Financial Wellness Index, right? So this is an index that's been running for like five years, right? So it's been a while and every year there's something new, right? So this year, the new one is the personality test, right? The financial persona all right, and uh, we will talk a little bit about it in this episode, right? So first, you know, take out your phones, you know, do this whole financial personality quiz thing, right? So essentially, as part of the index, um, OCBC is trying to kind of find out what is, where are the Singaporeans at, right? Where are Singaporeans at in terms of our financial wellness journey, right? And by extension, then maybe talk a little bit about like, okay, where can we go? Where, where do we want to go further? Where are our strengths and weaknesses? So this personality test becomes very interesting. But before you do it, I just want to be clear that this is not like horoscope. Huh? Please don't, 
don't don't treat it like as a prophecy no right so um we are going to talk a little bit about our strengths and weaknesses and how we manage it depending on our personality lah. okay so for a start let's do let's do okay come do yes. the test good i have a excuse to stare at my screen while okay. we're podcast. <laughs> brilliant i'm always on the lookout for new developments in the financial world kind of kind of but not the most yeah when I come across a new financial product I'll find out more yeah yeah fair financial I do not goals. procrastinate once I've decided to do something nope <laughs> very, pro- very good at procrastinating when purchasing a product I have an evaluation process yes yes I constantly put money towards my financial goals yes I'm in debt and I'll prioritize if I'm in debt I'll prioritize paying it off completely oh Depends, depends on like what is the interest rate and all that. Lah, huh? Isn't that the answer? It always depends. <laughs> yeah, it always depends, right? I find it hard to put aside my emotions. I, I know my... I will retire with enough money. Of course. Is that... yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know how to do it, but I'll get there. Yeah. Estimation of how much I need to retire takes into account my lifestyle desires, inflation. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm afraid to make big financial decisions. You know, I'm not. I know I will retire with enough money. Yes. I would not let bad investment decision. Yes. I do not give up after a financial setback. Yes. Yeah. Very conscientious. I like. Enthusiast. Yeah. Enthusiast. Loss. I know how much I can lose. I know how much loss I can accept on a financial product. Yeah. Little, little. I often regret my financial decisions. Uh-huh. I do not procrastinate <sighs> once I uh, decided to do something. The planner. Mm. When my financial circumstances <laughs> change, I will revise my financial goals. I think goals that's the reason why the two of you are there. <laughs> Hey, you mean it, Reggie, knew, Reggie knew before we did the quiz. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, yeah, yeah. We know, we know, I know, I know, right? Okay, great. So, how about let us uh, flash our, mm. you know, uh, financial persona out on screen, right? So, what, yeah. what are you? What are you? What are you, right? I, I am the enthusiast, right? So, a dreamer. Yeah, yeah. I am the planner. The planner. Okay, that's why they're on the same. They're on the same. <laughs> the same side, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what? What is? What is the enthusiast? What is the planner? What's the dreamer? I think. I think. Let, let us. Let us look a little bit. Okay. So. So in this. Uh, 2023 Financial Wellness Index by OCBC. There are six personas, right? So after we do this, you get your persona. So go and do it, right? So my persona is the enthusiast. I'm going to kind of share with you the main traits now. Okay, so the main traits of the enthusiast is I'm emotional yet confident. That means always fluff people. La. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, most entrepreneurs should be enthusiasts, right? Essentially, we have a dream and then we take action on it. I think that's the primary thing. And the financial tips here is work on a structured investment plan for retirement and build streams of passive income. Okay, so yeah, we'll okay, talk about okay. that later. Very yes. interesting. But, but for you... um, So I'm a dreamer, right? Yeah. So, my so head, you don't take action, dream only. Yeah, yeah dream only, <laughs> right? I, it's emotional and conscientious, which is like worst. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're emotional, you want to do what to do, that you think, and then you'll never ever do it. <laughs> so yeah, you procrastinate, right? So, so I think that that's where the, the problem lies. And the tip for it is that you need to set a monthly budget to meet your needs and you need to create a systematic investment plan for retirement. I said the theme. Yeah, yeah, there's a theme. We're, we're on the same line. We're all both yeah, quite we're all emotional. emotional. Oh, no, no tip. Eh. Yeah. Um, you got no tip. That we means have, you, we you, have. You, yeah, okay. Why don't you introduce the planner, the planner and then I'll, yes. I'll go What for is the, the planner? Sure. So the planner... You are a financial goal getter. Yes. Always armed with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic, oh God, dramatic reading. 
Dramatic reading. Yeah, very dramatic. I love it. Yes, yes. Up to date with latest developments, you dare to make a bold financial decisions and consistently take steps to turn your plans into reality. So no procrastinating. No procrastinating. Apparently very clear with where you want to go. And apparently there's some sort of a ranking, right? So so there is a ranking because on on this index, right, we are... they're looking to rank kind of where everybody is at, you know, and different personas tend to perform slightly differently, right? So apparently we are on the, we are the most ones, ah. Supposedly. That's what you're there. If you look at our financial tips, it's quite, you know, quite pretty, pretty good. Like ensure that you're not overstretched and share you like periodic reviews of your financial plan. Mm-hmm. Mm. And do you do that? I do. Yeah. 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 You see, the planner, Mm. the planner. But okay, all all that being said, right? (laughs) All that being said, we're not here to try to tell you like, oh, okay, you know, just do this. You know, like this is your persona and that's all to it, right? I think what the OCBC team and together with us, what we are trying to talk about is that, okay, you recognize that everybody has a persona of their own and as to why this persona exists, or oh, there's a complicated discussion, right? Your upbringing, your experiences, over time, your values and your beliefs, which we have talked about on the show quite a bit, that how your inner world then, ex, you know, kind of expounds on the, the, out, the outside world too, your money habits and your ideas, right? And your money narratives, right? So we do a lot of that. But today, we're going to spend more effort to talk about how then do we manage our weaknesses and double down on our strengths, right? I think that's the that's the main thing because we don't want it to be a case where, okay, this is your financial persona. I'm like that one law, yes. right? Like that's all to me, right? But because that's not, not true, right? As much as I'm the enthusiast and he's the dreamer, I think we're doing quite fine, right? <laughs> I so, hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think we're doing quite fine, right? So, so um, we definitely want to talk a little bit about how are we doing this thing? How do we make it work, right? So, yeah, maybe you know anybody want to start? Just talk a little bit about like, okay, what what is one strength that you think it's part of your persona and you're doubling down on? Yeah. Actually, just before that, I think with this personal test, it's great because it's a good sense check of where you are, right? And and I think it's also good to know that while exactly like what you said, it shouldn't be. You shouldn't just lipa and just say this is it. Lipa, yeah. lipa. <laughs> but it's more the fact that it can even change. So maybe next year when you take this, it could change. Okay, okay, fair. That's a fair point. It could. And to be fair, there are six personalities. Ah, uh. yeah. it's not. It's not. I just cannot put six people of different personality on set, lah. Huh? There are others like the guard, the steward, the navigator. Essentially, it is built upon the variance of like how emotional you are, how confident you are, how conscientious you are, you know, the, there are different factors involved. And uh, yeah, like what Rock say, it can change over time, right? So don't don't treat it as like a end all, be all. Yes, yes. Shout out to all you horoscope people. <laughs> I actually really resonate with that point because I feel like my, you know, financial kind of personality has kind of shifted over the years really? as well yes um like i feel like one of my strengths right now i mean to your question is really building like that little steps i really believe in like little habits that would go a long way but i wasn't always like that i was pretty much yolo let's jump into something and figure out from there so maybe it's age <laughs> but that means previously you would think that you're like enthusiast i was quite yeah. an enthusiast yes, yeah. yes. Trying I to build was. relatability yeah, is yeah, yeah. Trying, trying, to, yeah. trying to get yeah, some yeah, yeah, trying yes. to get some, get some support yeah, yeah. but what, what about you like, how do you double down on your strengths um, I think I mean being the planner I think I've always really been 
Yeah, just now off screen, he was telling us that they have like... <laughs> like yes, so... <laughs> they have a quarterly balance sheet, <laughs> quarterly cash flow statement, and you need to do it monthly now. Rock and wife has... So, what do you yeah, have? I, for me is... And I've actually sent these templates to, I think, double-digit worth of friends because they're asking, you know, how do you plan your finances? What do you do to, to make sure you know what you're doing? We can upload on the financialcoconut.com. Yeah, yeah, and so okay. I, have, I have effectively a quarterly balance sheet um, that we run on all our accounts, including assets, liabilities, and then we calculate equity at the bottom. Um, and I run a monthly cash flow where you just effectively export your statement and then throw it in and automatically populates in terms of salary, expenses, taxes, whatever else. Yeah, so I think that's, that's what I do. Even while I was young, so whenever I wanted to buy, I think this is where the habit cultivated. I wanted to buy something fancy, right? First thing I wanted to buy when I was 15 was an iPod, second gen, right? Just a oh, second, second gen. gen. Second, gen. second gen. I need to date myself, but then talk about a touchscreen on there. But anyway, then it was, how do I get there? So my, my allowance from my parents didn't quite make it. So I needed to figure out a way to get there and decided to plan. So that's where it started. Nice. So yeah. you've been planning all your life. I think to a certain extent, yeah. Wow. Okay, okay. So you're the consistent one. Uh. Okay, Maybe, okay, uh, okay. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> you, you. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think I started off as a planner where, you know, I needed like concrete steps today. I, I need to know this and that and everything. And I think life just caught up into a sense that, okay, I think broadly we know that there's enough. Broadly, we know that there's, we are going in this direction. And as long as we stay in this direction and certain assumptions hold, we'll make it there, right? So if that's the case, uh, do I really need to fuss about whether it's now, whether we are exactly on track or we are one month behind or two months behind in our goal? It doesn't matter. We'll get there, right? So, so it, it then becomes a, a bigger picture thing. And I think that's why it has become a... I've become a dreamer. dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> So, his so, plan is sorted yeah. because the, the plan is there the, the, uh, the big main overarching principles that you need to abide by that you need to do they are, they're all set up then it's just a matter of following and executing and that sometimes means that you know life is busy you, you don't track as much as you should right like, and I think my, my insurance agents really dislike me because I'll, I'll, I'll get into the, the heat of it I'll go yes I need to sort out my insurance I'll text all of them on the weekend because that's the time I do it and then I'll ignore them for three weeks because I have no time to think about it. Right? And I procrastinate. And then, oh, let, let's restart the process again. So, so I, I think all of them hate me by now. Um, but it is what it is. It's an Anthony thing. When he feels something, right, he will text everyone on it. right? So like, like if he hates his job, then he'll text all the headhunters. <laughs> it's true. When you feel like, oh, job so stressed. I'm going to text all my headhunters. Right? So it's like, oh, I need to do this. So I'll text everyone. Right? But then, but then you know, other things catch up. Right? So it is what it is. You know, and uh, I am the enthusiast and I think most entrepreneurs should be enthusiasts, right? Because if you think too much, right, then you will not do it, right? And essentially, at some point in time, if you know too much about the thing, the, the resistance get very high. Like today, you asked me to sell this whole thing again. I thought, oh, please, right? <laughs> You know what I mean, right? Like, like, oh, let's do this whole thing again. I was like, we out, right? So, so. That's why you're telling everyone not to be a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Can just join the join the join the network. Join the network. We've already done the groundwork. Join the network. Hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Join the TFC crew. Join the TFC crew. But, but yeah, the the whole the whole idea of being an enthusiast, I think that has some strengths to it because you are willing to try. You're willing to go into newer spaces that people may not. Um, find comfortable, right? So I think that that kind of 
describes me a little, you know, like, which, which is kind of cool. But of course, there are a lot of downsides to being an enthusiast, lah, right? So the idea of being an enthusiast is emotional yet confident. Sometimes that means you're emotional, but actually you fluff confidence, you know. <laughs> You never thought about this properly and then you just go straight in, right? And, and it creates a lot of problems and uh, down, downwards, lah, right? Which is why I think for a lot of the listeners that you're regularly listening to us, you know that I'm like a sticker for frameworks and systems, right? Because over time, I realized that I need these things to keep me grounded. Uh, because my my enthusiasm was just oh yeah that looks interesting that looks everything looks interesting okay, why, why not try you know but in order to increase my success rate I ended up leaning into a lot of these kind of like this system is this system rigorous right check the assumptions check the parameters blah, 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 blah. okay this works I take it and then it becomes my guardrails in managing my enthusiasm right in managing like all the excitement that I have for like a new sector and all that right so so I think I think it's part of it that it's quite interesting in managing your weaknesses um, as much as it, it is a me thing. La. And I think about it, it's quite true, you know, because like over years, it's, it's always been like trying, I'm a serial fit entrepreneur, ma. right? This is the only time that looks kind of more, more successful. <laughs> right? So, so, you know. Looks, like you mentioned yeah, the word looks. Yeah, looks a bit more successful. <laughs> Thanks for sponsoring. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, but it sounds like it's interesting because both of you actually have very firm groundworks and and like frameworks right on top of that little bit of like enthusiasm mm, mm. on top of it yeah, yeah. It, it's important right no mm. I think that that comes to the next point right like you know it's always about knowing yourself what your weakness is in a sense and deciding if it's something that you can live with or if it's something that okay maybe I need to mitigate and the way you mitigate our I guess emotion. Yeah, yeah, because we are the emotional. Yeah. We are the emotional. Is <laughs> to have a system in place that kind of removes a bit of the emotion or, or makes you less reactive to it. Or even if you want to react emotionally to it, you don't actually do anything about it. Like me, I procrastinate. Right? So if so and I think that that's a kind of a double-edged sword, right? So if I want to and, and in the context of investing, for example, it took me a longest time to set up a recurring investment plan because I procrastinated hell of a lot of time i knew it was the right thing to do i just couldn't be bothered until there was a guide written by someone i said ah this is easy to follow spend 15 minutes clicking it and that was done right but on the flip side i also procrastinated in selling right so so that means that you know if the market turns bad ah it's fine you know i, I want to sell i want to sell and two months later it's recovered Okay, that might only sell. We don't need to do this anymore. Things have changed. He DCA on his own, right? Yeah, like, so, just, uh, let's just buy more. Don't need to so, sell. So you just continue buying, mm. and then I, I never cancel my plan, and life is good. So I, I think you know you, and that's why I think this. That's the strengths of dreamers. No, so, so this test is important, <laughs> right? Because if you find that it is accurate for you, then you can know. Okay, fine. How how what strategies can I use to mitigate my weaknesses and try to turn them into strength? Right, because just because you procrastinate doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing in all contexts. Right, it's about making it work for you. Mm-hmm. It's true, and and one one thing that one other thing. I mean, I wish what one one thing that I did right, but one other thing that I did to manage that enthusiasm is to create friction across different buckets of money. Right. So because like as an enthusiast, I think there's a general tendency to like, let's go, right? Entrepreneurs, I want to do that, right? Let's go. And then just sign on and lose money on the problems, right? Nah, a lot of them, like, I know I've met many. So I, I intentionally create friction by setting up the different bank accounts, right? Like different accounts. And I try to like, you know, put money 
separately, you know, as much as possible to kind of like, yeah, essentially creating friction because whatever, whatever you want more of, you reduce friction. Right, you reduce friction, so then that thing will keep repeating. It becomes a habit, and then naturally it becomes happen. Right, whatever you don't want, then you must kind of do some of that. Right, so whether is it going into like a fixed plan, which is like more, uh, more consistent, you know, or is it like just setting up different bank accounts to kind of help you with with this? Although I know OCBC sponsor lah, but you know I got many bank accounts. <laughs> Everybody multi bank on wah these days, right? It's true, right? So you you kind of do that to manage that the element. I think it's very important. And giving yourself then this, um, okay, I can I can fully just try everything with this other bucket. Right? Effectively, you're yeah, safety net. Yeah, effect, effectively. So, and over time, what I do is I will raise that bar. Right? Because as I accumulate, accumulate, then I must raise the bar, right? You know, that bar continue to stay low, then I will always come back to the same cycle. Right? If, let's say I risk everything up front. Right, so this kind of adjusts over time. And I feel like this does two things, right? One thing, of course, it allows me to achieve the financial goals that I want, I set out for. At the same time, it does not starve me uh, from the excitement of life and creativity and innovation as an enthusiast, right? Which I think that is a big part of where, you know, I think some Singaporeans feel that, like, oh, because we want to accumulate for retirement, we'll accumulate for this, for that. Then if you're a planner, then okay, la, never mind, la. planners get it right, right? <laughs> but, like, but like, for for me, I feel like, you know, I, I need that space to play around and crave for it. Yeah. And, and I think as, as planners, well, for me, I'll speak for myself and then and Jess, you can go. It's the complete opposite of what you've just said. Uh, you have to plan the fun, huh? Yes. <laughs> I am not joking <laughs> with no you. Gets. Let me Let me give you an <laughs> example, right? I've gotten a little better because of my wife. I used to plan and consistently track every dollar I've spent on my vacation. Oh my it God. Like I will life. not pulled, holiday with you. You get what I mean? Yes. Now you know why my, wife, I have to change. Why? <laughs> why? I don't know why she married me. Uh, but and I met her. She's a really cool lady. <laughs> she's really nice. She's really I cool. I don't know why she puts She's chill. Thing. And then she's like, oh yeah, nice. I don't know why she's I'm with not, you. I'm not joking. So every, especially if it's in cash, I will have the, you know, the, you can just type in the amount and what I spent on immediately there and then when I'm purchasing. And at the end of my trip, I'd have a spreadsheet of the expenditure. Um, that was what I did on my vacation. Now I've stopped that. I just guardrails. <laughs> Thank you. I give Thank you, you. I give you a recent example. This shoe, my I didn't want to buy it. My dad, mom, and my wife dragged me to the store to buy it. I am not joking with you, because it was a dream for me to own one of these shoes, and I just never wanted to spend two hundred dollars on it. Shit. So how maybe you can help us understand a little bit more. How does that feel? Like like you want to achieve your long-term financial goals and then there are all these like other fun things on the side that you somehow want it, but you know, you don't act on it. Like, yes. what, what, what is that? How does that look like? I feel like I'm studying a specimen here. Oh, very it's like, very, very I, I don't, I don't understand. Me no gets, you know, like, it's like, that matching. matching, right? I, given I was like a former, yeah, you know, thank you. I feel kind of in between, but yes, please. Um, <laughs> I would say it's about priorities, right? Most of our life is about priorities and what we want to prioritize on. And I've always told myself from a young age, right? Settle retirement and I'll settle the rest. Now, while that might be good on concept, they may not be good on life. Because you always trade off the short term for the long term, yes, right? Yes, correct. So it's trying to find that balance, I feel, as a planner is important. 
because otherwise you will lose the journey and half half i mean life is about the journey yeah so. because technically on the index right you're ranked very high you know planners are supposedly all the guys that will achieve the financial wellness and all that you know and and yeah but but in the short term by doing these small little acts of spending and frivolousness, you know, in for two hundred pair, two hundred dollar pair of shoes, which actually is okay, you know, if you're no, financially, that, that's a sign of inflation. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last time that one hundred twenty can get already, say. Yeah, exactly. Right, that was like teenage days, you know. That one twenty twenty hundred twenty, bro. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that one cannot lah, cannot. Okay, but maybe help me understand, like, how has that then impacted your quality of life by planning that spending? You know, or getting pushed down to like, let's go, let's go, right? Well, I think it's it's slowly changing. I'm not there yet, but it's slowly changing of enjoy it, right? Enjoy that little bit extra. Like, for example, I'll tell you another thing, because this is recent, this is about a month ago, I bought this shoe. This is the third time I've worn it because it's been in the box under my cupboard. Oh my and my goodness. wife is like, why aren't you wearing it? I was like, I paid 200 bucks for it. He's staying in the cupboard. I know, I know. And then she's like, you bought it to wear it, just wear it. I was like, okay, fine. So, right. So I guess that that external influence or or someone even telling you do it is is helping you, right? Because in the end you're enjoying it. Nice. I like that. I I like that. Yeah. Jazz, what about you? Well, I mean, I love how this brought like, you know, like this persona, but I, I resonate with some of it, but I don't completely resonate with it as well. Like being a former, I guess, like enthusiast, I'm kind of like in between. Just transitioning but- <laughs> right? to like different way of life. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have like different buckets uh. for like, I have the fun fun and then I have like, I would save to actually go for like different things. So, and then I have my typical utility. So I actually value a lot of that fun and guilt-free spending as well um so i have that but my weakness i feel is like analysis paralysis sometimes i can plan so much that i'll be like "Mm, okay so when do i take action so i have to actually set goals for myself to like i've already done a lot of planning now it's time to take action so you gotta plan taking action (laughs) in a way so i mean this is what you meant by step goals was that right at the start yeah yeah yeah. okay because like my my partner actually supports me in that because he's a very action oriented and he is probably the enthusiast Mm. get your partners to do it right (laughs) then tell us tell us we'll we'll do a later episode around this right if your partners have a different personality how do you do it right yeah yeah Yeah, but i think it supports my weakness in the sense that you know if i'm planning so much then it's time to take action so it helps to balance out that planner side of it as well so how has that then impacted your life then? Like by by changing up some of these like planning things, you know, making it more like taking action and doing some of that. Like, do you feel like you've inched closer to your financial goals in that I'm sense? I'm a big proponent of like little steps and little habits. And because I feel like these gives me the freedom I need. What is a little step that you have done? Um. Well, before, I mean... I would say that I was really quite the YOLO kind of person and I feel borderline attack, uh, low key. Low key. <laughs> YOLO type, YOLO type I mean, person. That is you know? yeah. No, in a way, YOLO, but there was there are guardrails that you set for yourself, right? But for now, even like I would say my day-to-day kind of habits and my morning routines, they're all really little steps that I do to help myself feel safe to get closer to the goals. The safety? Yeah. I would say that safety is more around like, I know that I'm doing my best. There's a lot of things outside of my control, but all the steps I'm doing is within my locus of control. 
And that's the only thing I can do. The rest, I mean, markets would rise, would fall. It's like outside of my control. Could you kind of elaborate a little bit, like within your control, what, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I guess to, to read, like you meant you, daily stuff you did that made you feel safe. What are these daily tasks? Uh, Arabica or coffee, you know, like, because that's why I met her the other day. And then uh, she's so cool. She's like with a notebook, writing, you know, I was like... I journal every day. Yeah. So I do three pages yeah. every day wow. because that for me is my my chance to, you know, dump all my thoughts in instead of ruminating. So I have that. I have like, I work out in the morning as well. I wake up quite early. So those are the things that set me in place. But for finances itself, like I have, you know, like we talk about RSP, right? Like your monthly things, I just put it in. So at least it's settled. Like every month I actually tabulate my accounts. So part of it will go into my fun fund. Some of it will go into like my daily stuff. So you can see the planner in her. Yeah, I can see yeah, the planner. You see the common theme there. I can see the, I can see the theme. That's why we are not, we're not in the same chair. Yeah, yeah. By the way, RSP is regular savings plan eh, for, for all you that, that not sure. Okay, that's pretty interesting. So maybe if we push the discussion a little bit further, right? Okay, with your personalities, with your personas, you know, how close are you towards achieving your financial goals? And like, what are some practices that you are practicing towards achieving towards achieving this? That's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll, I'll have you an easy answer, right? Um, I don't know because I don't really track. <laughs> In other words, I dream. Yes, that's it. <laughs> But I, I think, you know, maybe j just to put things in, into a bit more context instead of me being the YOLO person, right? Because I think anybody who knows me in real life knows that I'm not a YOLO person. He's not person. a YOLO. He's not. I'm not, not YOLO person No, but there's a, there's a difference between what is inherently your underlying persona and how do you then practice it? Or how do you then act upon your ideas? Right? Yeah. I think there's a difference there. So, I mean, I, I think the, a very big part of, of my belief is that, you know what, at the end of the day, I mean, if we talk about financial wellness or money, it's really about getting enough, right? And okay, one is the concept of enough shifts, right? What I think of as my potential enough 20 years down the line is not, might not, and it's likely not to be what is actually enough 20 years down the line, right? So, so what I need to do now is not to maximize that for that you know, potential downside because that means that I cannot buy $200 shoes, I cannot stay at nice hotels and all of that. But it means that I do need to save so that there, there is a bare minimum that I can hit, right? Which is likely enough. And then the rest I'm, I'm happy to spend. So, you know, I mean, we, we all talk about different bank accounts. I think I have a slightly different approach where I don't really track any of the minutiae. I have one number in mind. That is how much I invest every month, right? And there's a projection with that number that leads to what should be enough for retirement goal. Everything else above that, it's not important. Game, yeah, that's why right? that's why you um, share. I I'm going to play. I'm going to gamble with it. I'm going to stay in a nice hotel that costs thousand five a night. Whatever, right? It's about experience. Not house view, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Please, no, no, yes. I mean it, it works for me, yes, right? Yes. It, and it works for me. Um, primarily because I looked at the number, and that I mean that was a, a 
five years ago, right? Even five years ago, I, my wife and I looked at the number. I go, this is a stretch. We need to budget to hit this amount, right? And then our careers progress and all that. And then that number is still the same because we assume like consistent investment of this amount over the years. It's like, oh, wait, with our new salaries and all that, this is a lot more doable. And that means that I can spend more. Right, and I can buy more frivolous things like watches and cars and shit, and and then if when she quits her job and then we become single income, we go hmm. Now this is a stretch, and we need to start budgeting again, right? So so it's all around that one idea that we have, and then you you plan and your systems and all that you know revolve around it to make it work, right? And I think this is what I mean, and what I was alluding to, where perhaps you know when your wife quits. And you take this test next year, it could be a different personality. Yeah, she'll be the planner, right? Because I'll be like, I don't want to care. I'll just go and increase my income. But I mean, like, like what you said even earlier, you were told, I mean, you had to budget, you had to do this, you had to do that. You could have been a different yeah, personality and that I, sort of changed. I think the, yeah. the, the reality is that I just was never built to track every single dollar. I, I, I have a lot of um, budgeting apps. I think I've But you don't use them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I downloaded them with the aim of using them. Um, that, that never worked. But then you procrastinated, yeah. you see, so. Yeah. No. I procrastinated, I failed to enter them. I yeah. had a physical journal, I had an app, I had every single thing. It just never worked. I just look at my balance at the start, my balance at the end. Ah, okay, that, that's the cash. I want to add on that. Actually, it's very painful for me to track my budgets. It's very painful, right? It's, it's, it's just like, again, you know, so, so, it's just admin. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like, okay, I mean, someone, I don't like admin. Was, was it? Was it? Was it you that told me about self admin time? No, maybe maybe someone else. But but anyway, right? Like tracking my budgets is so tiring. It's five minutes. Yeah. No. What I have done, you know, and I have been talking about it on the show and on other places. All you need to do is to do the tracking grind for three months, right? So you do the grind for three months. You get a general sense of like. Where is your money going? Your personal habits are not going to change drastically, you know, unless life changes or you have like a, you get into a relationship, you have a kid or you're getting promoted, you change a career, you go back to school, you know, whatever reason, right? There must be a big reason why your spending style changed, mm. right? So just do the three-month grind. Like, let me shout out to all you emotional creatures, right? Like, we are from the emotional camp, right? We are from the- yeah, there's a chasm. Yeah, there is, there is, there is a chasm, right? So we are from the other side, right? And I think I think from, from that view, it's like, I know it's painful, just two, three months. Get a good sense of it. And then you are going to know where you're going already, right? And I, I, I did pick up something from what he told me previously, which is like, you just track the difference, lah, right? Just go for the surplus at the end. Then from there, enough already. As long as your surplus is a consistent number, then okay, right? So it works, right? Essentially, that's what he said, right? So, But in a way, I'm not sure about you, like being a fellow planner. I actually really enjoy... <laughs> Looking at the Excel sheet and, and... Love it. Oh, and my going. God. Love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it's finances time. Let's go. And you know what's worse? That's my enthusiasm. You know what's worse? I got, I got to do the same for the business finances. Oh, my God. Accounting year is killing me. Okay, so that's... The, I guess that's why I created my sheets. Because my sheets is literally a data dump. I export from the bank and then paste like OCBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Let's <laughs> try again. Come, let's okay, try again. let's go yeah, one more yeah. time. So I export from OCBC and then I just paste it in my Google Sheet and then straight away, everything pops up. So five minutes, not even, and everything is there. I just have to tag my salary. That's it. How do you do a balance sheet? My balance sheet is done manually. Yeah. So I, I think that that's the difficulty I have. So the only thing I track is really my net worth, which is essentially a balance sheet. And I have my spreadsheet set up and all my different line items. 
and I'm just finding a pain every six months. And I don't, I don't even do it quarterly. I do it six monthly. Yes. I log into all my accounts. I take a day and a balance and then I have to, and then the formula's all there, right? So I literally it's just, just putting numbers what? in. Yeah, but then I have different bank accounts or they are joint accounts. We have property, we have CPF, we have investments in robos, we have investment in brokerages. Ah, such a <laughs> so okay, so, so you gotta do it at why, the cafe. That's why. It, <laughs> right, no, that's right. why mine is find is, an environment <laughs> that holds your peace, and then you do all the hard things there. But yeah, that's why yeah. mine is. I mean, I have, I have multiple bank accounts yeah. and, and so on and so forth, as we all do. Um, that's why I do it quarterly, and I, I look at ten minutes because it's all in the phone, right? It's oh, all yeah, f- just speaking across each other. You're yeah. speaking over each other. Essentially, the idea is like he has his own way, and as long as it works right and, and that's great you have your no, so I, I'm trying to see if there was an easier way to do uh, it because it, it takes me like half no. an hour and I guess the answer is no, <laughs> answer is no. <laughs> it takes me about 15 minutes yeah yeah yeah, yeah I probably yeah. got lesser bank accounts than you but mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah great great you can download the rocks balance sheet on the financialcoconut.com <laughs> I will I will put up the formulas you know over there right the downloadable sheet actually the thing I like most about my sheet the cash flow actually is it tracks the average uh, for the year and it does the total amount for the year, but more importantly, it does a savings to salary ratio that I really like. So then that is then averaged out. So you know, and even under your three-month grind for all those emotional people out there, <laughs> even if you do it. You will you will still see, you see a three month protecting myself. You will see crossing my arms average. and feeling You'll see a three-month average. And then from there you will know already. Mm-hmm. No. So that could be a good way. Great. So you created your own tool, right? Right. Do, do you all use any other tools that are out there, you know, other than creating your own tool? Because I think from the financial wellness index, it does show that for people that use tools, you know, they perform better on the index, right? So if you want to see the whole report, right, just go and look at the, we'll drop the link in the description below, okay? Like all the insights that you need from OCBC financial wellness index, you can go there. But one thing that I think is very interesting when I read the report is that people that use tools actually perform better on the index and are closer towards achieving their financial goals. So yeah, are there any other tools that you, I mean, you set up your own tool, which is But, but I guess cool. that, that kind of makes logical sense, right? Because, you know, you achieve what you track. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, so my, to me, I, I have a vague sense that I will achieve. I don't know whether I will achieve. Um, but I, I think it, it's also maybe my lack of tracking is, is, a protect, is a protective mechanism against myself, right? Because, you know, it was, I think, let's look at assumptions, right? To, to get to retirement, you need like 7-8% equity return. You save this amount, you'll get there. But this 7-8% return in reality is not every year I get fixed 8%. Right? It goes down, it goes up. Then, you know, in the down year, like last year, do you go, do I need to change my plan? How does that work? How do I make it up? Do I need to take more risks the next year and all that? Whereas what you are really aiming for is the 8% average over the long term. So because of that, you know, sure, I, I know roughly how much I am. My bank account keeps going up, which is great. Uh, my vocational account keeps going up, which is also great. But at the end of the day, you know, do I really need to know whether I achieved 7% last year? Or nine percent, or or minus five percent, right? You know, specificity is nice, but you don't need it in everything. Okay, okay, fair. So do you? And and if I'm very specific, I get worried. Why? Can you share a little bit more? So I think it's it's more so it's more that your plan will change, right? So the the maybe it's the emotional side of 
us talking. Oh, me, talking me, 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 stop me, drawing me, lines, me. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the, the, the reality, and, and maybe this is mostly human nature as well, is you, you look at what's actually happening and you go, hmm, you know, this doesn't seem to be working out. And you don't know, or you are taking it on blind faith that it will work out in the end. Right, because this is how it has worked the last fifty years, and therefore it is likely to work the next ten, twenty years, and that is a big assumption, you know. So you either blindly believe, and then you just do it, which is great, or you, or to me, if I track every single thing, then I go, hey, there's so many other things that points towards the next twenty years being so different from the past fifty years. Can I still have faith in that assumption, right? And then you start changing that assumption, and then you change your plan. Right, and then you you know sell high and buy something else low, and then you yes. destroy you get yourself. Emotional on that, and yeah. then you get emotional, yeah. right? Yeah. So you so know, sometimes dreaming is good, lah. Just so, forget it. It's like, eh, change already. Set and forget. <laughs> so set and forget. Yeah. Do do it consistently. Um, which is why we always say, or I always say, DCA, right? And then you, and then you have blind faith, or you have some faith that it will get there because. There are certain truths to the market. You must trust yeah. the process. On you must some trust level. the process. Like like there there has to be some leap somewhere, and and not everything can be exactly judged because you are trying to predict the future, right? And and predicting the future is sometimes it's most of the time a fool's errand. So so what's the point of building having that pretty model when you know what you really want is reality? Mm, okay okay. So do you use any tools and financial tools out there? I mean, I use SG Fintech. I think it's super good. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. it brings in all my insurance brings everything. policies. <laughs> yes, Especially the insurance policies. Yes, yes, like, you can integrate um, everything. Yeah. It's so much easier. SG Fintech is great. I have my own spreadsheets, which I don't update. So that's a problem. I think a lot of my tools are how do I DCA? How do I get to a very consistent plan so that I don't procrastinate? And then the parts that I have control over that I have no plan, I procrastinate. Yeah. And I think even these days there's quite a lot of like the government tools like Life SG. There is, some of those, there is quite a bit. Those are quite the integrated dashboards. SG Findex is the best la, so far, right? Because you can pull everything. But there are other platforms that you can play around with. Yeah, right? CPF so is great. CPF Mobile CPF is, is actually good quite good. Well. I think uh, the government apps have improved. La, huh? <laughs> there was a period of time it's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it got improved already. Okay, so shout out to you. Improve on Marseille. Do you use any tools? No, I just or? use Excel sheets. Excel sheets. Oh my yeah. God. She's living her life as a former banker. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I have left behind a PowerPoint and word, but I'm still an Excel monkey at heart. Yes. <laughs> I love Excel. Yeah, yeah. I love no, and Excel it. can do a lot of things, All right? So, so it is what it is. Okay. So yeah, maybe in closing, you know, for our audience that listen all the way here, based on your persona, you know, based on your personal experience when it comes to managing your money and all that jazz, you know, what is, you know, one last tip that you can share with the audience? Unique to you. Although I know we, we always talk about, I mean, you listen every week is for us. Ma. Yeah, right? I, I so share tips like, all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for, for planners out there, don't forget to enjoy life. So take the, yes, we want to save. Yes, we want to go for retirement and so on and so forth. But the small things like having a, you know, a nice meal at a restaurant other than Taipung, which is what I had for lunch, by the way, is important. So don't forget that. I love how Taipung as what you have for lunch is a point. Not very economical already. But anyway, yes, Jazz, anything? Uh, for mine is, I guess a lot of things is outside of our control and the things that we can control is the little habits we can do. So just yes. be safe but have fun with it as well. So similar to yours, having fun. 
See, I love how planners have to remind people to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Fast is okay. I do actually. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. It's the enthusiast. In yes. the, <laughs> the lingering enthusiast energy. Right? Yeah, fight together. But once again, I want to repeat that this is not a horoscope test, right? Please go and do the, do the quiz. Have some fun. See where you are. And then, you know, you can put in the comment section. Let us know. You know, tag us. I have looked at the distribution. It looks like across in Singapore is quite evenly spread out. I was quite surprised that it's quite evenly spread out, right? So about 10 to 12% for each persona, right? So it's, it's very interesting, okay? So take a look at FWI and uh, we have a few more episodes to come and we'll cover other things, right? Like what is happening with the Singaporeans? You know, are you saving enough? Are we investing? All that jazz will come in another episode. But today, you can do the survey. Do the survey. Do the quiz. Do the personality quiz. Okay, see you. Take care. Bye, guys.